Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, the Perth Sherman Report is sponsored by Adorama, the official retailer of your New York football giants, online at adorama.com, and by Verizon Fios, the head coach of the football giants, is Pat Sherman. Coach, welcome. How are you? What's up, Mike? How are you doing? Good, thank you. Probably better than you right now. I mean, it's been a tough couple of weeks. Well, you know, certainly the, the, the scores have not ended up the way we wanted it, and, um, you know, we just continue to get better, and, you know, we clean up the little things that are going to make the difference in the end. Coach, how about, uh, I mean, a lot of it's been, and rightly so, on the offensive line. I mean, it just had such a tough time against anything Dallas did. What's your take on where you are right now with this offensive line after two weeks? Yeah, well, we got, you know, certainly nothing that Dallas did we hadn't prepared for, certainly. Um, but, you know, ultimately we we do need to do everything better, which includes, you know, I think we got to do a better job of getting them all blocked all the time and, um, you know, I think every position that was uh, that played, every player that played had things that they could do better and same for coaches and you know we just got to keep working on it. I think you know I think it's important that we continue to improve. We face a little different style than we did week 1, so we'll learn from that and uh, get ready to go this week. How about Nate Solder saying we didn't we got blitzes, we get they hit us with blitzes and stunts and we didn't pick up any of it. Well, I I mean I think that's a competitor probably overreacting a little bit. You like to hear a guy uh, speak in those terms, though, because it just means that he wants to get better. And I think, you know, I think that's – we all take responsibility for it. You know, it wasn't the performance that we wanted. I think, you know, the bright light right now is on the offensive line. But, you know, I think everybody – and everybody has to get better. Well, but I mean, I mean, it's obvious though that you know, watching it, that you're having trouble blocking people at the point of attack. It's not. I mean, you're averaging the worst. You're thirtieth in the league in yards per play. Your running backs getting hit earlier than any other running back in the league through two games. I mean, those aren't great signs. Well, it's two games, and it's like I like I mentioned, we just keep working to get better, and you know, I think that's that's the message. And if it were easy, everybody do it. We just got to just keep working to get better. Do you have to make? Uh, uh, do you? I mean, do you have to make any personnel changes or do anything to make this to do? You know, make things easier for these guys on the line. Now, obviously, got to change the center. How about the change of center? How big a problem is that for you to to lose the kid you did and now put Greco in at center? Yeah, we'll put Greco in, and then you know we've got 
Spencer Pulley here, who started 16 games a year ago at center, and so we'll we'll move the guys up. And this isn't the first you know offensive line to have an injury, and so we'll put the next guy in and get going. Are you surprised by the offensive line? Did you, I mean no one expects to to see those kind of problems, but are you surprised by all the problems so far this year? Uh, nothing, nothing surprises me. You know, I think what you do is you just keep working. And again, it's going to sound redundant for me to answer the questions that way, but that's right. really the where where it is. I think you just keep working, you keep grinding at it, and you each each player, you know, attempts to get better. And and if you do that, you will get better. And then then it shows up on Sunday. How about uh, injuries first? Vernon is he any better this week? Uh, better, you know. I we'll have to see tomorrow when we get out there running around. He'll know whether he'll be able to make it or not. How about Eli Apple? Uh, again, he had. We'll have to see. You know, again, we'll see tomorrow. He has the groin, so we'll just see where he's at, and we'll be able to know more uh, after tomorrow. He played well the first two games, and they obviously went to town a little bit on Webb when he went in the game. But you got to expect that. I thought Eli Apple was playing very well when he got hurt. Yep, he did. He was playing well, and I thought uh, Webb hung in there pretty good while he was in there and you know I think it's important that anytime you have an injury you go in and you play and I think that's that's the approach that we'll take what did you think about uh what, what were your thoughts about the Sunday game forget what, what I'm asking you what were your thoughts about the game well I I think you know we I answered it uh early in the week and I'm answering it by answering your questions here you know there's certain areas I felt like you know we did some good things you know we certainly didn't do enough to win the game and there's certainly areas and things that we got to clean up moving forward because if you don't fix the problems, they come back to haunt you. And you know, I think that's where that's at. Um, you know, I thought we had some some decent runs at times. Um, we just got to do more of it and sustain it better, and, and get and basically do a little bit better on first, second down, so that those those third downs aren't quite as long. Um, you know, I I, I just think. In all areas, if if we play better, the results will be better. So, did you think the that you think that it, so? Do you think that this is a wrong analysis? That so much is wrong with the offensive line. You think that they deserve less blame than they're getting? I think when you lose the game, everybody has a hand in it. And you know, I I'm sure this doesn't make for a great interview, but right. I, I I do think that that's that's where it's at. Uh, but. I mean, I'm a little, I, I, I'm a little lost here, Coach. I really am because I, I really, I, I thought you'd be more alarmed by what we saw. Because to me, you guys, my didn't feelings. Even, listen, my feelings. You didn't look, you didn't look competitive in that game. I mean, that game, you guys had, you guys couldn't move the ball two feet. I don't, I disagree with that. But I will say, well, this, where, where did you move I, it? I will, I will say this. You know, whether how I feel doesn't right. always have to come out in, in my. I comments. understand that. No, that I understand. So that's, that's fair. But that that part's fair. But I mean, you thought you moved the ball. When did you move the ball well? At the end of the game, at twenty to three, you know they're playing a different defense. When they played their regular defense against you guys, they shut you guys down the whole game. No, yeah, we got. I, I would disagree with that. There were, we got down into the red zone once, and we didn't score, and which is not which is not good. And so we did move the ball at times. We didn't move it well enough, and I I think we own that, and so we move on from that. Did a lo- I mean, your back, I thought, I thought he did a good job. I mean, he, he was spinning in the backfield half the night. I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, it, it, he had someone on him, he had someone hitting him before he got to the line of scrimmage half the time. Yeah, I thought he competed very well. Yes, he did. How about the quarterback? 
I thought Eli battled through it. Do you think that did he did he was it on him? Do you think he has to do certain things better? Did you see things that he missed that maybe we didn't see in the game on television, or do you think it was him being under duress, which is what I saw on television? Was it more that, or was it more the fact that he he maybe should have done some things that he you know that you think he needs to do better? Well, there's certainly I like I mentioned it earlier, and I think everybody could play better, and right. that includes the quarterback. So right. you know I, I'm. Again, it's not. This is not the place to to talk about corrections, in my right. opinion. And everybody needs to play better. And I get it. I get it. When when you lose, it's it's you know let's assign the blame and move on. And I and I get that. And I realize that. But I think what's important is when you don't win, then you know we none of us did what we had to do to help us win. That's that's the reality of it. And you just move on. And you and you live for it. you live with it and learn from it. Well, there's losing because you're fumbling the ball down the field or you get sloppy or you got a penalty. And there's losing when you're having trouble just even getting an offense going. That's what we saw on Sunday. You guys had trouble even getting a regular offense going, getting drives going. You guys were having – it was taking you four yards. You guys ran 14 plays to go 23 yards at one point. Uh, I I think you're not – what you're saying, in my opinion, is what we got to work on. We just got to get better at it. But can you do you feel confident? Do you see things that do you see? Uh, I do. I do, do you see, see, I do see things that you things. can do to fix this? I do. I do see things that we can fix it with, and that's why you practice and get ready to play the next game. Do you have confidence in the guys who were playing, or do you have to look at different? You know, you were bringing a lot of guys in right before the training camp ended. Do you see that you need to make changes in places, or do you feel confident with the guys you have, and that you just got to go through more repetitions and 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 maybe do some subtle things? No, we're confident in the guys we have, and certainly we did bring in a lot of guys to fill right. in the back end of the roster. That's for sure, right? We did. And you did, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, do you feel? You know, sometimes it's that you just don't have the right players in place and it's going to be a tough season now. You're not going to say that after two weeks. But the point is, do you feel that, the, that you can see where you can make the progress you need to make? This is I a tough week this week. I do. I do see that. I do see the areas we can make uh, improvements, and we're going to work on that. Anything you liked out of the game on Sunday night? Uh, they fought hard till the end. You know, I thought um, there were some things we did well on, on defense. You know, we had some things that hit us, but we did some some good things on defense, um, the kicking game. You know, so there were some areas where, uh, you know, I thought I thought we did some good things. But again, I think in all three phases, you got to play better. Did they surprise you with what they came out with at the start of the game? I mean, they had last week nope. had been so conservative that they admit they changed things up. Did you expect them to come out with that at the start of the game? No, nope. no. In fact, they didn't do much different. They just had success. They hit us on a deep ball. Right. And, you know, aside from that, you know, they, they, they didn't – and that wasn't a new concept. You know, guy just ran deep and, you know, they got us. But I think, you know, anything that they did to us, there weren't any real surprises to it. How do you feel after two weeks? Uh, I feel like uh, a guy that we, we need to get better and win a game. That's what I feel like. Are you surprised by anything that's going on with your team so far? Nothing surprises me, Mike. So you just keep working and get better.
And again, I apologize. This probably doesn't make for a very good interview. Well, listen, I don't guess. listen. You're go- listen. My job is to ask you the questions, and your Absolutely. job is to answer them the best you can. You know that. And I will. And, and, I, and all I can do is very... all I can do is try to is try to tell you what what I see and ask right. you how you're going to fix it. And that's really what you know. We want to see you fix it. We're not we're not rooting for you to lose. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, I know we that. want we want to see you win games. Now this Absolutely. week you're going up against Clowney and Merciless and Watt, who haven't been good so far. They're zero two. Clowney didn't play last week, so I don't know if he's playing. They don't have a whole lot of sacks to show for their two weeks, but they are you know, reputed big-time sack guys, all three mm-hmm. of them, against mm-hmm. your line, which looks like a tough matchup for you guys this week, considering your issues. Now you're going up against a team that has a history of getting after the quarterback. Yeah, well, that's again, that's the challenge that we face this week, and we've got to do what we can to block them so that we can do all the other things necessary to win the game. Do you have to make a lot? I mean, do you think you have to do some things to to, to just change things up as far as uh, game plan and stuff like that, or, or do you feel like you what you're doing is the right thing to do? No, I, I feel like there's certain things you do each week to attack the opponent you play, and that's 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 what you that's what you set out to do. And then you know you certainly have to execute the plan, and you know I think that's that's every week. So and that, that really doesn't matter who you're playing. You do what you can to attack the team you're playing to get the ball in the end zone. Is, uh, is Greco the only change on the offensive line? Is there any other changes that you're planning or, or not yet? No, that, not, not at this point. Not at this point? Nope. Any changes anywhere in the lineup that you're planning that you can tell uh, us about or nothing yet? It, we'll just have to see tomorrow on the health of the couple guys you talked about, you know. Uh, so Vernon, again, is still the uh, high ankle sprain. Eli Apple, we don't know about yet, or you know, and you just can't tell us. Uh, we'll have to find out more tomorrow. You know, again, I we have to wait and see see him out there running around, see what he can do. And we certainly have initial reports, but you know, nothing definitive. You know, Pat. You know, I'm not trying to be hard on you here. I'm really not. You know, so no, you know, I get it. So Listen, the point I, is, you're, you guys, I'm at, you, you, I'm you at got, peace you, with the fact that we did not win the game, right? And it's it's frust it's it's a frustrating thing when you don't win football games because you put so much into it. You know, it's you're disappointed, you're frustrated, and I understand that this is what comes with it. I I just really believe that you know we have a roster and right. we just have to get better. And just keep working and grinding to get better, and then eventually it breaks through. And I See, think the, that's 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 the way you have to approach this. Right. And 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 that's the way. And I'm going to try to be transparent with you and answer your questions. And you know, and I think when we're talking about specific guys, just understand that. Right. That it's you're not going to throw them under the bus. I understand. You know? But here's here's the point. Let me explain it this way. So maybe this gives you a little more chance to discuss what I'm trying to show you. Is that sure? You guys have. Beckham and Eli Manning and a talented tight end and Barkley, and you're 30th in the league per play. And the fans are saying, why the heck are my Giants 30th in the league per play with all that mm-hmm. firepower? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the question. Yeah, How do you I answer it? it? How do you I answer got it? it. I got it. And it's certainly we need to improve in those areas. I get it. But, I mean, can you tell them why you think that's happened? Well, I think we just got to get better in all areas. And, again, that's just that's just it, and it's it's not it's probably not the answer everybody wants to hear right now. But that's, that's no, it's not, it doesn't no, it doesn't really shed any light on anything. To be honest with you, you know. So right. I mean that you just we understand you got to get better, but 
I mean, so that's the thing that people are surprised by. That you're owing two could happen. Hey, we've you know it, it, these games are tight. You know you're playing good teams. You can win the game, lose the game. I think everyone's surprised that the offense has had such a struggle so far. That that's right. you know the defense hasn't right. been bad. I mean they don't have a big time pass rush so far, but the defense has played okay. But the offense has really struggled mightily, and none of us were expecting it to be like that. Yeah, well, and I think it's important that we get better there. And you know we lost two close games. Forget forget for a minute that. When you talk about the team part of it, we lost the games. We didn't do what we had to do to win it. And now we have to just go and make those corrections in those areas, better on third down, better in the red zone, run the ball more efficiently throughout the game. All the things necessary to win when, when you're playing offensive football. And I, and I think you know, when those things start to happen, then the results will be different. Yeah, I, I don't think this game was so close. It was twenty to three. I mean, I don't think it was such a I got close you. game. So I that got one, I disagree. First one was I, the second one. I don't think it was. So I think we're really that's really the question. So you not you don't really have anything you want to share with you with my audience about why you think this offense is struggling so much. You just said we're just going to get better. That's it. Yeah, and you know what? I think that's the approach. And at this point, that's really what I can talk about. And and really, those are the things that are necessarily you know are necessary for us to do and and then we move on from there all right coach thanks very much good luck all this right week. mike thank you well it's like going to the dentist but what are you gonna do i mean that that approach is going to be tough in this town in the boy the, the, by week five or six this could get really uh painful i mean i understand he doesn't want to throw his players under the bus but you know the numbers don't add up you got beckham you got barkley you got Eli Manning, you got Ingram, and you're 30th in the league per play. You can't run the ball, and you can't block for your quarterback to throw the ball. We know where the problem is. How do they fix it? Now, I'm not asking him to throw individual players under the bus. I don't expect him to do that. He's the coach, and it's two games in. But they got to get that fixed in a hurry, or these interviews are going to get worse because they're going to go down this line every week because of the fact that, you know, and listen, I've had years like that. I've had years like that with Jeff Torborg. I've had years like that with Jim Fossil. I've had years like that with this kind of conversation. See, he thinks this is an unusual conversation. It's not to me. I've had these conversations with coaches for 30 years. Understand that. But, you know, these conversations like this, you know, go back and play some of them. You know, Kotite, Fossil, you know, and most of those didn't end up well. When you, these kind of things, you don't have – I didn't hear your moms. What would you say? Oh, I didn't know what you said. Well, Mac, you know, listen, McAdoo won 11 games his first year here. One thing. McAdoo screwed up because he made a decision last year and had an idea for his team, and it wrecked the team. And it wrecked it before that. Basically, they didn't fix the offensive line. But the guy came into a team where they gave him a team that had players, and they went 11-5 the first year. I mean, he did win games. They were never the juggernaut you thought they would be. This team now has skilled players that can really play. They have some of the most explosive skilled players in the league. When you have some of the most explosive skilled players, you can put their wide receiver in Beckham, their tight end in Ingram, and their running back in Barkley with any three players in the league at those positions in terms of explosiveness, and they're 30th per play, and they're not dent in the end zone, and they can't get first downs. That doesn't work. And when you start thinking that last week was a, th- was a close game, that's not a good sign. 
and I, listen, the last thing I'm trying to do is beat on a coach who's been here for two, two games. First of all, he's been a gentleman in every way. Last thing I'm trying to do is beat on him. But I have a job to do too, and is to try and get some information for you guys and get him to explain some things that are going on. And that's why coaches don't like to do interviews for that reason. Exactly why they don't like to do interviews. And why a lot of head coaches don't do interviews because they don't want to answer these questions, which I understand. I completely understand. They're not easy to answer when you're losing. Game's a lot easier to talk when you're winning than when you're losing. And, you know, and he doesn't want to go out there and say, hey, you know, my left guard doesn't have a clue what he's doing, or my left tackle, I paid him $62 million and he's been awful, or my right guard doesn't have a clue what he's doing, or, you know, my fullback didn't pick up this blitz and that blitz, and, you know, all this stuff. They're not going to admit that. They're not going to discuss it. But what he's going to have a problem with is when he thinks he can tell you that last week was a close game when it's 20-3, to and then they get 10 meaningless points and 108 meaningless yards when Dallas is basically exchanging time for yardage. We've been down that road. We, 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 you know, this audience is too sophisticated for that. So that's not going to work. They couldn't move the ball a lick last week. Okay, He dumped the ball to the back 9,000 times. I mean, Barkley caught 14 passes, 14 passes for 80 yards. Okay, This is one of the more explosive players to come into the league in a long time. He had five yards of catch because he had nowhere to go. Uh, all right? And ran the ball 11 times for 28 yards. And the Giants ran the ball in total 14 15, if you count Eli, 14, 15, 17 times for 32, 34, 17 times for 35 yards. And last week, if they got the 68-yarder, they ran the ball for about two yards a pop. They were, seven, uh, they, they, were, they were probably less than two yards a pop. Barkley was two yards a pop in his other 17 carries. They can't block. Barkley's getting hit earlier when he carries the ball, than any other back in football. He's getting hit before he gets one yard from the line of scrimmage. 0.8 is his number. The worst in the league. 32nd. That jumps out. Giants are averaging four point yards per play. The only teams behind them are the Arizona Cardinals, who have scored six points, and the Buffalo Bills, who are 0-2 and were mortified in game one, played two quarterbacks who threw about eight picks between them, and last week, they did score 20 points, and Allen got it going, but they were down big before they did that. They're either new coaches or breaking in rookie quarterbacks, and that's tough. The Giants are playing with a two-time Super Bowl champion who's thrown for 50,000 yards in this league and can do the job, and they have a great wide receiver, and they have good other wide receivers, and they have a very explosive tight end who doesn't hold the ball, on, hold the ball enough, and they have an explosive back. They should be doing much better if they can block the play. And right now, they can't block the play. And we've got to get there. And right now, hey, listen, he's going to come on and say, we have to, do a, have to do better. We have to do our job better. Okay? Like I said, Jeff Torborg, Buddy Harrelson, Fossil, Kotite, I can go down the line of how many guys went through this time and time and time again. I hope he doesn't have one of those years. You know, I've been through one in 15s where it's the same saga every week. It's only week two. And this week it's Clowney and Merciless and Watt, and they're taking real heat. They're 0-2. People are saying their season's over. People are asking where their pass rush is, and they're going to try and show everybody where their pass rush is this week against a weak offensive line. That's what's scary. Back after this. 